Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. 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 Hey, here we go, round two. Hour one in the bag. That was a fun hour with Andy Hoosier. Greg in Dallas, Texas, welcome into the Six Hour Studios, brother. Here we are. Crossbreed holsters, Mike fired up for you in the second hour. X-Insurance presenting it all. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to mention these goat guns again because I told you yesterday on the MonsterCast I got another order, right? I picked up the RPG. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other one, I, I don't remember what the other one is. I, I did it while I was in a hotel room and shot. I'm like, I got to get a couple more of these things. But when it shows up, I'll just be surprised. Goatguns.com, ladies and gentlemen. If you want a gift for Valentine's Day, these things are the best. Goatguns.com. Make sure to check them out. Use that promo code AAR. Get 10% off right off the bat. Greg, would you be kind enough to tell people where to watch the program and participate in the chat, please? Uh, sure. If you'd like to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you'll see the menu icon. Just give it a click. When that window opens up, just select that watch live option. You've also got the listen live option and the podcast link. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, we'll head on over to that shop link that's listed down at the bottom. If you want to join our live chat, well, all you have to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Boom, that'll put you in. Thanks for that, Greg. Appreciate it very much. So, no Taylor Swift in this hour, okay? Okay. Let's move, let's move on from her. Chattanooga. Guys, we're going to Google gun control for the next couple of days. There's a lot of stuff out there that I didn't get a chance to get to, obviously, when I was out last week. And I, I can't tell you I did it live. I'd be lying to you because I did pull it up earlier today when I was doing some show prep, Greg. And a story popped out at me, just a headline. And I like headlines when you're looking at gun control stuff, right? Because you can tell which slant the piece is going to have. For example, Chattanooga.com. I'm going to assume that's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Do you know of any others? Is there another Chattanooga in America? Not that I'm familiar with. Not that I'm familiar with. There is a Dallas. There's one right down the road from me. Yeah. And there's one right down the road from you. But Chattanooga is unusual. Leaving guns unprotected should be a punishable offense. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess you know how this is going to go. It's an opinion piece. It's actually a, a letter to the editor, and I love reading the letters to the editor. So let's read a couple of these. Letters to the editor are always interesting. Leaving guns unprotected should be a punishable offense and response. Our district attorney states that most violent crimes in Hamilton County are committed with stolen guns. If that is the case, then we must do something to stop guns from being stolen, correct? 
that would mean holding gun owners responsible for securing their weapons. Now, this is a field day for me. I could do an hour on this without batting an eyelid. Somebody breaks in my damn house where they shouldn't be to begin with. You want to hold me responsible? How about, ooh, I almost said very bad words. How about, <laughs> I don't know. I can, how about holding the criminal responsible, Greg? You want to take that? Uh, shocking, that would be like the right thing for prosecutors and DAs to do, but they don't seem to be doing it. The article, because this was an article, a previous article, and I, I don't want to go to the article. I like the responses, these opinion pieces. <clears throat> the article also says that gun control advocates have suggested prosecuting the gun owners. So let's get this straight. And I like to use the stolen automobile, right? Yep. Stolen cars. This is always a fun topic, and we've gone here many times over the years. And when this rears its head, we're going to go there again. Now, I don't have 7-Elevens where I live, but for some reason, the 7-Eleven always pops in. When I think of a convenience store, I think of 7-Elevens. If I pull into a 7-Eleven at, oh, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the morning because I've, I'm hungry or I'm up or I'm on my way home, whatever the case may be. And I put, well, you know, let's not even make it 1 o'clock in the morning. Let's make it broad daylight. I pull up in front of a 7-Eleven at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, bright sunshine, top down on the car, and I don't leave the car running. But I leave the keys in it. No, let's go with the car running. I leave the car running. I walk in, I you know, jump in real quick, grab a bag, a sleeve of peanuts. I get back outside and somebody's in my car driving it off. Is that my fault? Because I left the keys in it and the car running? Let's get honest here. Is that my fault? That a thief stole my car, Greg. No, but they will. I made uh, it easier. Yeah, but they. What will, did I make it easier for? Well, the, for you to facilitate the moving of that vehicle, because if there were no keys in it, then they would have to have hot, hot wired it or something else in order to get that vehicle started and on down the road. But isn't it grand theft auto? Yep. To steal that vehicle, it is. Is it any less grand theft auto because I left it running? In other words, is it a lesser charge? Driver stupidity, therefore it's not a felony. It's a class one misdemeanor because the driver was stupid and left it running and shouldn't have. The driver should have anticipated thievery. I'm surprised they don't call it facilitating. Well, you know, let's not give them any ideas. <laughs> That's true. I, but I'm making a point that... Is it any less of a crime because I left the car because I left the car running or I left the keys in it or running or not? It, even if I didn't, even if I had a club on it, remember those things? Yep. And they cut the steering wheel and knocked the club off, which is a really easy thing to do, by the way. It takes about five minutes, probably less than that if you're a professional thief. But it's no less of a crime. It's still a crime to steal that car. Now, let's take that to guns. Most guns are in a vehicle or a home if they're not on a person. Isn't that a fair thing? Isn't that a fair statement? Yeah. So in order to get a gun in my home, now let's, let's, let's give it to them. There's a gun on top of my refrigerator, and there is a gun on top of my refrigerator. Never know. Oh, I just told you there is. 
I mean, you never know when you'll need to reach on top of your refrigerator to defend yourself. Correct. I have guns in nooks and crannies all over the house. But there's a gun. Let's just say there's a gun on top of my refrigerator in my home. And I decide to go to the 7-Eleven that we're talking about. Same 7-Eleven. My car's not stolen. And I forget to lock the front door because I wasn't thinking about it. And I come home. And in that 15 minutes time, it took me to go to 7-Eleven and back. My house has been ransacked. My gun is stolen. Is it any less breaking and entering because the front door was unlocked? Same charge, isn't it? Yep. Same crime, isn't it? Yep. Same punishment, unless you live in San Fran or one of these Democrat-run states. I don't. But it is the same charge. Is my gun unsecured? Because it was on top of my refrigerator, inside my home. Let's define secured gun. The gun's inside my house. Locked. Now let's lock the door. Now the door is locked. Let's go here. Somebody uses a screwdriver, kicks it in, whatever they do, and gets in my home and steals my unsecured gun from on top of the refrigerator. Is my gun unsecured when it's behind my locked door inside my home? That sounds like a case for a safe to me. But it's not, is it? It's it's in a locked house. Correct. The house is the safe. Oh, well, there you go. I got you. I thought you were, you know, no, going to no. try to challenge me there, and I no. was I was up for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was up for that. I do understand how it sounded that way, but no, the point I was making is that when you lock the doors, the house is now the safe because uh, law enforcement would have to have a warrant to get into a locked door, well, even an unlocked door, but still. Even an unlocked door. Uh, when you break into a house, whether it's locked or unlocked, that's breaking and entering. And again, it's not a reducer, uh, sir. Uh, are you going to hear the attorney say, Sir, was your door unlocked? Yes. Well, you invited my client into your house. I don't think it works that way. No. I'll slap him. Okay. The question is, and I guess this is kind of philosophical, right? Is that an unsecured gun? Is the gun in my car, in my glove box, whether the car door is locked or not, secured? When we come back, we think about that over the break. It's, it's quite interesting. Because there are people out there who want you prosecuted because a criminal stole your stuff from a place the criminal wasn't supposed to be in the first place. Whether you left it locked, unlocked, running, not running, keys in it, keys not in it. Think about that during the break. We'll continue the conversation. It's a fascinating one because they would like to put you in jail. We'll be right back. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense, absolutely. DanielDefense.com. Check out that new pistol, the H9. It's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. 
Welcome back. Six Hour Studios here at AAR's Georgia Ranch. Crossbreed Holsters mic on fire for you now. Mark Walters sitting here in front of the mic filling your prescription for freedom. All of it is being brought to you by X Insurance and all of our great partners. Make sure to check them all out at armedamericanradio.com. I mentioned goatguns.com. Cutting edge fire will be burning in my house tonight. And it's nice enough outside that I might have one in the pit because I think I'm going to grill a steak tonight, Greg. That's what I was talking about during the break. And mm. Greg said, I, I asked Greg, you know, you know what I want for dinner? It'd be really good. He says grilled cheese and bacon and uncanny because I made that for my daughter just yesterday. <laughs> That's a really random thing to say and to have actually made. Maybe be a lot more people eat that than I thought. But anyway, I had one, too. It was quite good. Let's keep going here. Oh, heavensharvest.com. The food. I have to get more of the snack stuff, the dried fruit, because we eat it here at the house. That stuff's really good. Heavensharvest.com. Use the promo code AAR. We'll bring Clayton Llewellyn, the owner, back to the show here in the next couple of weeks. So I want to go back to this conversation. This is fascinating about what is secure, what's, what's unsecured. Because there are people who want to put you in prison if someone steals your gun. Think about that. There's irony there. It's an oxymoron. Steals your stuff and you go to jail. Now, I guess it gets down to the definition of what is unsecured. That's why we're having the conversation. I've often used that stolen car deal, and I think I've made my point. Yeah, you made it easier, but it's a crime. You see, a criminal is supposed to go, I can't take that car. It's not mine. It's the criminal that's causing the problem, not you because you left the car running. Get that through your head. I don't advise leaving the car running. I certainly don't. But in the same breath, well, nobody's supposed to steal it anyway. That's the crime. The crime is not my getting out of the car and walking into the 7-Eleven having left my car running. The crime is when somebody jumps behind the wheel and takes off in my car and everything in it. Greg, let's go back to you on this because this gets a little bit deeper. What We were talking about the house, right? Yep. If the house is locked or unlocked, don't I have a right to be safe and secure in my home. When someone's breaking in my home, they likely don't know or they would anticipate the door is locked. They might try the door handle first, find out it's open and go, oh, yay, lesser charge for me because these idiots left their front door open. Maybe someone's home. Maybe I don't have to leave the door locked if I choose not to in my home. Isn't everything in my house secure because it's behind my doors? Uh, it should be. Same thing goes for a watch. Well, I broke in his house. Uh, you know, he should have had his watches in a safe. It's his fault I took his watches, even though I broke in his home. Ladies and gentlemen, this is important stuff. They want to put you in jail for this. Well, and it's- Joe Biden is talking executive order right now as we speak about this very topic about you being required to lock your stuff up when I would argue it's already locked up and it's in my house, whether it's on top of the refrigerator, in a locked safe, in a nightstand drawer, under my bed, my pillowcase. It doesn't matter where I put it. That's none of your business. Greg, go ahead. Yeah, and these big dummies don't seem to think about the fact that there's a lot of times, and I know everybody's probably going to agree with this, I hope at least, that strategically placed weapons are there for a reason in case you get caught off guard because, oh, I don't know, the criminals don't send emails of, hey, we're going to be kicking in your front door at this time, so be sure to have your firearm or to be away from it, or be sure to get it out of the safe so that you can have it to defend yourself. Those are 
usually drops strategically inside your property so that at a blink of an eye, you can reach over and grab a defensive weapon if needed. You know, I know people that used to keep magazines placed in various locations around their house because the gun is always on them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Up on the mantle, above the fireplace, in a bedroom, somewhere in a kitchen cupboard, on top of a refrigerator, wherever they choose to. It's up to them. Yep. Underneath a couch cushion, wherever it is. And that's a great idea. If you have your gun on you at all times, which I generally always do, it's nice to know those magazines are there. If you don't, many people put a gun there. It's their house. You put it where they want. And guess what? When they leave to go to the 7-Eleven, they have every right to believe that a criminal has no right to be in their home. And anything behind their doors, as far as I'm concerned, is secured. It's secured in my home. And if I come home and find you in my home, I'm going to shoot you. Because you're where you're not supposed to be. And guess what? The law will be on my side. At least where I live, Greg. Yeah, same here. And for the dummies that think, well, you just can't leave uh, uh, loaded weapons laying around the house. What if your kids get a hold of them? That's why you train them at home not to play with firearms. That is your responsibility. That's called being a responsible gun owner. And you know your children. I certainly know mine. My kids are old enough. They're both grown adults. They know. 19 and 21 soon to be 20 and 22. But this letter to the editor gets even better. So let's go back to this, because this, all, this conversation all stems from this opinion, edit, this uh, letter to the editor in the Chattanooga about a column that said leaving guns unprotected should be a punishable offense. And here's the response from a guy named Patrick Finnegan. Our district attorney states that most violent crimes in Hamilton County are committed with stolen guns. If that is the case, then we must do something to stop the gun from being stolen, Correct. That would mean holding gun owners responsible for securing their weapons. Well, I, I, this is something I didn't even talk up talk about yet. We must do something to stop guns from being stolen, correct? What do you plan on doing, Patrick Finnegan? What he's talking about doing is passing a new law that makes you a criminal. That's what he means when he says holding you responsible and again i would argue that i am responsible the gun is in my damn home he goes further i am not a gun control advocate rather i think everyone should have at least one i carry everywhere i go and if i am unable to bring my gun into an establishment for legal reasons it is locked in a safe in the trunk of my car You buy that, Greg? You believe this guy gets out, walks back to his car if he sees a no guns allowed sign, walks back, opens up his trunk, unholsters his gun, sticks it in a locked safe in his trunk. Do you buy that? I I don't know if I do or not. I don't know what state he's referring to within Hamilton County. uh, Assuming we're in Tennessee, Tennessee? it's the Chattanooga. Yeah. I, man, I don't know. I would think he would, if he didn't go in with it, I would be more apt to believe he locked it in the glove box or the center console versus the trunk. Yeah, I would say this learn how to conceal your gun better, dude, so you can just go in and do what you're doing, okay? Now, Tennessee law is different than Georgia. In Georgia, I can do that. I went into a guitar shop yesterday. 
There was a sign right on the door. Firearms strictly prohibited on these premises. I walked right past it. And guess what? Lefties violated no law. And nobody inside the guitar shop said, uh, Sir, are you carrying a gun? Because I know how to conceal my gun. Nobody knew I had it. There's that. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back indeed. Six-hour studios at AAR Ranch here in Georgia. Crossbreed Holsters Mike, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom in front of said microphone. X-Insurance presents it all. Greg, ask me how many cups of Defender Coffee I had this morning to start my day. Uh, it sounds like you had a lot. How many cups of Defender Coffee did you have today to start your day? Three. And that is a lot for me. Yeah. But that's because I was up at about four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know. And that was after the Sunday show. I just the show, you know, that show gets me wired. And I think it has to do with that, that whole Vegas thing. Oh, yeah. For a week, you know, coming down off of that. I don't even think it was much of the time change. Normally it would be. But I did my level best to actually stay on Eastern time while I was there. And it worked for the most part. And that's hard for me to do especially when you're there for a week. But that show just beats the crap out of you. It's so much work, and there's there's so much to do, and you can never get to all of it. Like we were talking about with AWR last night, 18 acres. You think I saw all 18 acres? I probably walked 20 miles and never got anywhere near all of it. And that's kind of sad. I wish, I wish you know, that you could get to all of it because there's so many great manufacturers there and so much fun stuff to see and talk about but that's why you got to hone in man you got to zero in on what you want to see but the defender coffee this morning three cups and i will tell you yeah it was a bit much (laughs) that was that was a lot of coffee for me i can't do more than one yeah yeah my uh my daughter left for work my wife left for work and i was on the phone so you gotta get what time did you leave hey how you doing what's going on when are you coming home Uh, how much coffee have you had don't ask DefenderCoffee.com. It works, folks. Use the AAR promo code. It's great stuff. And those three cups of coffee I had, it's not a joke. Those three cups of coffee I had supported the Second Amendment Foundation because the profit from that bag of coffee that I bought goes to the Second Amendment Foundation. That is a win, 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 win all the way around. DefenderCoffee.com. Great coffee. Support the Second Amendment Foundation. Wow. It's pretty easy stuff to do. So let me go back to this, uh, this crime stuff and this, this, this uh, letter to the editor. And I do want to point out, Angeline in the chat made a great point when we were talking about crime and criminals and, you know, it, who's responsible for this stuff. She made, I mean, just a rock-solid point. That's like blaming the woman for being raped. Wow. If she wasn't wearing that. I mean, come on. Spot dead on my Cousin Vinny movie accurate. Spot dead on. Great analogy, Angeline. Thank you for sending that. But I got to go back. I, I could keep going back to this because I love this topic. We've talked, it many, talked about it many times over the years. And here we've got the I am not a gun control advocate, but mm. rather I think everyone should at least have one. Okay, so there's your disclaimer. You carry everywhere. That's awesome. 
And if you're unable to bring your gun into an establishment for legal reasons, in parentheses, it is locked in a safe in the trunk of my card. Well, honestly, I'm not buying that. Not every time. I'm not. Maybe. Sometimes. Maybe even most of the time. But I don't know if I'm going to walk back to my car, open my trunk, unholster my gun in a parking lot, stick it in a safe, close the trunk. Isn't that inviting a stolen vehicle? That sure is inviting a potential break into the trunk of your car if other people see you disarming and throwing it into the trunk. So here you're being responsible and somebody's going to say, well, you know, you took your gun off in the parking lot. My scumbag criminal thief lowlife client saw that. It was your fault he broke into your car. He didn't know the gun was there until he saw you put it there. And by the way, guys, those little mini safes, I mean, I have a bunch. But let's get real. You're really going to put your valuables in that? Because here's what a criminal is going to do. They're going to break in the house to take the mini safe back to where they have free time to break into it. In the criminal den. Get back to the criminal den where criminals be criminaling. It's really not secured. Now, you want to go as far as bolting it to your furniture? Probably not. I mean, I saw somebody one time that actually wrapped the chain around it and then put it the bed leg around it like that was just lift the bed up and take it. Oh, man. I'm like, are you serious? You did that? Well, who's going to go to that trouble? Maybe the guy who just broke in your house will go to that trouble. People, there are bad people out there that do bad things. But leaving a gun unprotected should be a punishable offense, and the punishment should escalate if the gun is used to commit a crime. Why? Think about this. A little four-paragraph letter. Why should it be? Pun- why should it escalate? The guy committed a crime, or the gal committed a crime to take the gun. And if they use it to commit another crime, you're double secret probation responsible? Who Angry Mark could come out of the box on this. Where do you draw the line? Here's the bottom line, to use that phrase. If it's in my home, wherever the hell I have it in my home, it's secure. Because that's where I choose to have it. If it's behind my closed door in my home and you break in... Well, if I happen to be there, I'm going to shoot you. If I happen not to be there, you're the criminal, not me. Period. There are no bones about that. God, I would love to be a lawyer and argue this in court, Greg. I really would. <laughs> Honest to God, it, it is mind-boggling how people think. And I, I, why does this guy write this letter to the editor? What is it inside this person that compelled him to write this letter when you have to throw disclaimers in it how come there's no letter that says uh well the gun was secured in my house therefore the criminal's a scumbag and i'm not responsible for the criminal breaking in my home i don't care if i left my front door wide open with a brick he's lucky i wasn't home or i'd have killed him which i have a right to do under Tennessee law, where he's from. Is that a crime? There are people that think that should be a crime, too. So what's the ultimate end-all here? You are the one responsible for the criminal activity. That's what this man is saying. 
It's your fault because someone else did something and stole your personal private property regardless of where it was. Now, let's get real. Drop it on the ground by accident and leave it next to your car, Greg, and then go in the 7-Eleven and it gets stolen. That's your fault then. That's your fault. I'll give you that one. Or if you leave it in the stall at the, at, you know, whatever restroom you Ooh, go and into. and that happens. That happens. Even to happens the best Happens a seven. lot. Happens a lot. I, like, fortunately, it hasn't happened to me. But I know police officers who have done that. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, come on now. Greg, you might have to beep this, but if you're going in to drop a deuce and you're pulling your gun off, you better remember you did it. I mean, you got a big duty holster on. A big duty holster. <laughs> <laughs> Love the second hour of the show. <laughs> Funny how that worked. Don't know if that was intentional or not. It was good. But yeah, uh, these things do happen. Is that your fault? Yeah, it is your fault. Yes, it is. Now, are you responsible if somebody steals it and commits a crime with it because you left it there? Oh, see, we, we oh, there's so many rabbit holes to go down. Because technically speaking, the person who found it should have said, ooh, don't touch that. Call management. There's a gun on the toilet paper rack next to the Louvre. Right? I don't even know how I knew to say the word Louvre. I don't know where that came from. I don't know either. There was nothing in front of me that enticed me to say that. I have no idea. You and your Frenchman came out? Maybe it was the drop of deuce, the duty holster. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line here, guys, is this. These people want to hold you responsible for the actions of criminals. They want to make you the criminal. So I guess we have two criminals now. We have criminals who be criminal, in, and we have a homeowner who did nothing but leave his home which was broken into, or car, etc., at Al, and you're responsible. They want to put you in jail. We've got one more segment when we come back. Don't go away. Fun show today. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Final segment. Fun program today, Greg. This is an interesting topic. There's a lot of different rabbit holes to go down here. Six Hour Studios lit up for you. Crossbreed Holsters, Mike. All of it being brought to you by X Insurance. I, I am getting a kick out of the conversation in the chat right now. I was looking at that during the break, Greg, in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with guns. It's whether, when I said Louvre, whether it's Louvre or Lou. Yeah. And, you know, I don't really care. I've yeah. heard it pronounced both ways. Same. Whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what the chat is for, though. Well, that's, that's called chatting, right? Yeah. That's how you do. You chat. Guys, make sure to visit all of our partners. They make all these really fun conversations possible every single day. I have to have that conversation with AWR Hawkins. He has a PhD. He'll know. Of course. 
I've had it. I've, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> AWR Hawkins. I love the guy. Amazing. We will all be converging on Phoenix, Arizona, by the way. Uh, the 17th, we'll be speaking at the Capitol Grounds in Phoenix. I've done that for a number of years in a row, and that's a lot of fun. Gottlieb's going to be there, too. All right. Yeah. Fighting for gun rights in Arizona. Think about that one, right? It's a never-ending battle. Doesn't matter where you're at. In some of the most gun-friendly places on earth, you still have to fight the battle. That's why you remain one of the most gun-friendly places on earth. You know, it's interesting. Um, wasn't uh, who's the uh, the governor at the time that opened up uh, 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 carry in Arizona back in 2010? Uh, Brewer. She was a Democrat, right? No. No. Republican. Republican. Okay. I was thinking yeah. she was a Democrat for some reason. I was thinking it was one Democrat that opened it up and another one that is trying to close it off. But it's a striking but, difference between the two different parties and one opening it up and the other trying to close it off. It was interesting because I happened to be there when that bill was signed. All right. In fact, I was at the Scottsdale Gun Club the moment that bill was signed. And everybody was panicked. You know, all the trainers were packed. They were freaking out. Oh, we're going to lose all our business. Some of them are millionaires now. Yeah. They're so busy. Yeah. All right. How'd that work out for you? Well, in this case, it worked out for you, and it worked out well for you. Because, you know, this, this kind of ties in with what we're talking about with responsible gun owners and who wants to make you responsible for being responsible. You are responsible if your gun is secured the way you want it secured in your home. That's what responsible gun owners do. Now, there's a faction out there will say, well, if you're leaving your gun up there, it's irresponsible. Someone could break in your home and steal it. They ignore the crime that was just described. Right. That's the crime. Not me leaving it where I want in my own home. I'll decide what's responsible and what's not. You know, in that instance, if someone breaks into my home and steals one of my the keys to one of my vehicles and takes off in that vehicle with a slew of other merchandise that they've taken out of my house and then causes some kind of a catastrophic accident and kills people, am I responsible for the vehicle still? No, no. And a great example. They would never say that you were responsible for that accident. They would say that person broke in and stole the car. It was a thief in a stolen vehicle. They would never suggest that you were an irresponsible car owner and that you should be charged with a crime. Here's another one for you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here comes Angry Mark. Oh. How many of you have a garage door opener built into your car? Hmm. Your little button? Yep. Yeah. Programmed? I do. Smash my window, hit the button, open the garage door. Am I irresponsible? Should we not use those because someone might do that? Get over yourselves. Seriously. Take that one, Greg. Well, for you know, for me, I when I hear people describing their side of this is a they just want to be right, and b all they want to do is argue the margins. As if we can cover not only the spread, but the margins as well with uh, oh, an all-encompassing set of laws that doesn't restrict freedom at all. And doesn't restrict your rights, rights people, that cannot be infringed. You, by the way, those criminals ignore the law that says it's illegal to break into your home. Yeah, so, you know, it's almost... We need as, another law. We need to make a double-secret probation illegal to break into somebody's home. Yeah, it's almost as people just want to argue to argue and act as if they are somehow smarter than everybody else, but negating the fact that not everything can be covered with laws because there has to be 
liberty in here somewhere because if there's nothing but laws, then there's no liberty. Yeah, and you know, (laughs) we don't have enough time to go down that hole, but I appreciate you bringing it up because that's a whole other hour. Having said that, I want to go to, because we can knock this one out quickly, another letter to the editor regarding that column in the Chattanooga. This one is from a Brenda Washington. Yeah, and I was reading this one just a little bit ago. This is kind of what I'm talking about here. Did you read the second one from Brenda? I did. That's kind of where I, like, it seems like she's just describing the margins here. Because (laughs) I can't figure out what she said. Yeah, there's that too. I don't know what she said here. And I'm a fairly intelligent guy. Oh, hey. Yeah, listen, here, I'm going to say I I couldn't understand what she said. Let me go back to this. Because sometimes there are people say things you can't understand. Right? Yeah, basically. I didn't understand that. That's what this one sounds like. Let's go here. I, too, have found it odd that so many responsible gun owners have been so irresponsible when it comes to safely storing their guns. There's a difference in reports of and stating as fact. My memory kept returning to reports of out this way that took place years ago. Mass reports of break-ins, vandalism, and burglaries that many turned out to be false, but there was an agenda at play during those times. As one detective working break-ins, burglaries in the area at the time said with a puzzled look, a lot of break-ins and other acts he investigated appeared to be inside jobs? Question mark. Maybe I'm just doubting Thomasina or something along those lines. But history has always advised me there are times to look in the opposite direction than the direction we're being led or misled to look. Brenda Washington, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What the hell did that mean? (laughs) She just wrote something and thought it meant something. I have no earthly idea. This made more sense. I have no idea what that meant. (laughs) is this hour almost over that's a great place to end it yeah we're getting close brenda washington thanks for that letter to the chattanooga and i don't know what you're talking about and i did reread it like three or four times and i tried to make heads or tails of that and i couldn't so i'm gonna have i've got just a little bit i'm drinking warm apple juice yeah it's here we go and i don't have much left that needs to be in a refrigerator, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. But that's neither here nor there. So I look at the clock. I see we're about red, about out of time. There we go. See, time. It's the professional in me. That's what it is. Anyway, great hour today. That was a lot of fun. And um, I, I don't know. Guys, think about this. These people want to make you responsible for the actions of criminals. They want you to go to jail. Because someone did something to you that they shouldn't have done, took what belongs to you that they don't own, and then use it maybe to commit other crimes to make you even more responsible for their actions. That had nothing to do with you because you just took a trip to the grocery store and came home and found your crap broken into and gone. And Greg brought up a great example. My car keys were stolen too, and when they left, they stole my car, and on the way home, they hit and killed somebody. They want to hold me responsible for the gun that they stole, but not for the vehicle driven? 
Fascinating stuff. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Guess what, guys? We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow because they don't want us to. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 